Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Lowdown. Today I'm absolutely thrilled to be joined by Nuno Cardozo, the CEO of Pro Player Group. Nuno, welcome to the show. Hello, Connor. How are you? Thank you for having me. All good. All good here in Dubai. Nuno, for those unaware, what exactly is Pro Player Group? Well, um, Pro Player is a global we we, we like to, to call ourselves global because uh, we are uh, all our market is international but uh, we are not global as a, as a, in a we are not in every uh, continent but uh, we like to 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 have this word in our definition because uh, we believe that we are a global consulting company with an international and independent and aggregating vision uh, we specialize in sports marketing and well, somehow entertainment uh, management. So we uh, we like to to um, to not only football. We address all sports and all the facilities. And in general, we want to to be in every uh, single parts of, of sports. So we are absolutely uh, thrilled by sports. We that's the the thing that we love the most. And uh, this is what we are. We are the consulting company. Fantastic. And I mean, that's the present. But if we're to bring you back, really back to the start. And as I ask every guest that comes on the show, Nuno, what is your earliest football memory? Well, well, that takes me back to when I was 10. And uh, at that time, well, I'm 50 years old, so... We're talking about the World Cup in '82 uh, in uh, in the, those that that uh, wonderful match between Brazil and Italy. Pre- uh, the 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 Portugal wasn't uh, present. Well, it, it had w- just one present presence in the in the World Cup in '66, and then uh, we were in the the World Cup of '86 in Mexico. So we were. In '82, and uh, we were uh, all uh, Brazil fans, and so Brazil had this amazing uh, national team with Socrates and, uh, and Falcão, and so all the guys Zico, and uh, they lost. They lost against Italy. So I was so upset, and I I got my first disappointment. So I I thought that uh, the world is going to end, and so I started. Uh, 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 shouting, and I was only ten, and I wasn't uh, that uh, that uh, biggest fan of, uh, of 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 Brazil. But I felt so so um, it hurt. It hurt so badly, so badly. So I still remember that was my first disappointment in in a, in, a, in football. And you had quite Brazil, a Italy eighty two, and that's some story to remark upon. But you'd quite Do you remember that. Well, I look, 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 look. Personally, I don't remember it. I was, uh, I was born long after the event, but I've seen, I've seen it <sighs> a few times. All the Rossi destroyed Brazil. It's got three goals. Three, two, yeah, three, two. Yeah, etched into the memory for some reason. But um, from a mutual colleague of ours, give him a shout out. Where shout out to Drew Jason Stevens. He told me to bring this up. But you had quite, <laughs> you had quite um a unique upbringing in that you grew up in both Portugal and Angola. Can you take us through that? Yeah. Well, um, Angola was a, a Portuguese colony until uh, 74. 
when the well the colonizations uh, take took take place. And I was living there because I, I was born in Angola in '72, so I was very very young. And then uh, well, we have to to flee. We have to to run away, and we ran to to Portugal. So that that was a uh, my my uh, my well, it wasn't a, a very good start, but uh, it gave me the well. The, those memories are not uh, that good as well because of the war. Uh, it was very long. It was very uh, I don't know. It's a civil war is always very bad. So the 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 process of uh, running away from Angola was uh, also very. Internationally, it was a, a, a very a big problem because there was so many people trying to, to, to run at the same time. And the operation behind it was uh, unbelievable. I, I, I believe that still is, until now, one of the biggest uh, flight uh, refugee operations until today. And I was part of it. So it was uh, uh, my, my early start. So I was three years old and I was running away to, to Lisbon. And then... 30 years later, when I was uh, 33, uh, I took a job in Angola. Angola was booming. So the war um, was over um, in uh, 2002, I believe. And I was, um, well, Angola was, uh, after so many years fighting, um, I was 36, I think, not 33. Um, I took a job there because the economy was booming. They were growing. Uh, immensely, and uh, I had a, a shot, so I had a shot there, and so I, I had a, a previous international experience in Spain. I was uh, in, in, in 99, I was a operations director for the University Games of Palma de Mallorca in Spain, and so I, I always uh, like to risk a little bit, so Angola seemed to me, well, um, well, a, a bit uh, uh, of a, an opportunity, and at the same time, so going back to my roots. So it was an unbelievable experience. Angola treated me so nicely for the seven, eight years that I've been there. So it, I, I look back and I, I look back with, a, with a good memories. So Angola brings back very good memories. It must have been, all things considered then, an amazing moment in time when Portugal in fact drew Angola. At the, third, at the 2006 World Cup in Germany. If you don't mind unpacking some of your emotions that you felt right then, Nuno. Yeah, imagine that of the, well, I have an Angolan passport as well. Uh, and uh, and I, I feel like a Portuguese. So I, I, I grew up in Portugal and um, I, I feel like, but I, I, I like so much, so much that country and I have so many friends there and I, I felt that uh, so they are they were so so um, happy to be at the World Cup for the first time, and I don't know probably it was written in the star in in the stars because uh, the, the 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 first match they 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 play in the World Cup is against Portugal. It's a it's a it's unbelievable. Imagine that there. I don't know. I I, I think that's a mix of uh, feelings because. Uh, at the same time, come on, we, we want to play with Brazil or Italy or and, and we get Portugal. So it's a, it's a I don't know, it's a, it's a country that uh, Angola and Portugal is like brothers. And so it's, it's a, it was an unbelievable match, very uh, hard, 
because I, I remember that we won uh, one zero. Figo scored the goal. It was very tough. They were they they were playing for their lives. I think that's uh, they they played not only football. They played with their hearts and and souls. So they, they put everything on the field. So it was an amazing uh, start. And I re remember they scored. After that, they they draw they drew against uh, Iran, and the goal scorer Aqua, I think is Aqua, was a national hero. It was uh, when when they when they were uh, back uh, back in Angola, it was uh, like a a party, and uh, all around the goal they scored. So it, it was a, a very good uh, very good to Angola, and uh, it uh, marked uh, the well the the growth of Angola and the freedom and the that the, the war is over. So they were celebrating immensely. It was unbelievable. I think they, they, they deserve better and they deserve, uh, well, a second chance. Yeah, and it was quite a seminal moment in recent World Cup history. Um, yeah. Probably with enough World Cup references now to fill a show between Palo Rossi's Italy and uh, Portugal and Gaul <laughs> in 2006. Um, as you alluded to earlier on, Nuno, I mean, you've had quite a breadth of experiences really in your career today ranging from event management to just general marketing and sales but could have anything really prepared you for entering the football industry the way you've done well not really not really so football is a uh, sports in general it's my i i believe that uh, that that and travel the things that I like the most to, to do. So uh, football, it's a uh, it's the beautiful game. I think uh, any anybody that uh, I've, I've played basketball for uh, uh, 15 years in my life, uh, but um, uh, everybody loves football. So uh, in Portugal and in the Western countries, that's uh, something that you learn to well to on the streets with your friends and. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's how I, I, I became to, to to be a, a football fan, but um, uh, well, uh, nothing prepared me really for football. It was something that I actually I I I, I entered football because of my love of for for Sporting Clube Portugal. So I I wanted to to work to experience to be to work at the club of your choice. So that's that's what uh, that what's uh, what what we. Uh, we we always uh, fantasize of uh, working. What wh what is uh, to work at your uh, club? And uh, actually, to be honest, it's not uh, that good because uh, you mixed uh, so many so many feelings. It's, uh, I, I believe that our club should be a an escape. So you 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 love so much, and it's uh, almost irrational the love from someone to to a club, and then. When you see all the problems and all the, the work, it's not it's not escape anymore. So you 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 are so involved in in in, in that uh, process. You you need to to follow rules. You need to to accomplish some metrics. You need to sell. You need to be present. So it's not an, an escape anymore. So it uh, it was very good. It prepared me very much to what I I'm doing now. But um, I think it's good. It's it's uh, it, it was a good experience, and it's uh, well um, wrapped up in my resume. You know, it's good. So uh, so I, I've worked in sports also very much. Like I like I said, I was a operations director for the university games, and the university games is a one hell of organization. It's for FISO, the 
International Federation for University Sports. Um, and uh, it's uh, like, a, like an Olympics. So we, with 12 sports in 1990 in, in Mallorca, uh, like 150 countries, it's a, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of uh, responsibility. And so it's the sports that I love, it's not only football. So I, I've, I've came across uh, tennis, basketball, water polo, uh, sailing, judo, uh, track and field, so it's um, it's a world out there. So uh, I think all my life prepared me to what am I doing now? But uh, nothing really prepared me to enter football. Yeah, uh, and I think that's a good one too because all those breadth of experiences and that depth of thinking really has led you to the present day and the work you were doing with Pro Player Group. Even just looking at the website earlier on before coming on, Nuno, I see that Pro Player Group has the aim of enhancing value through differentiation and strategic collaboration. Now, with that statement, I mean, what inefficiencies did you guys see in the football industry that you believed that you could capitalise on? Well, um, there's a lot of inefficiencies, even in Pro Player I think we are very humble. So we are, we, we know exactly where we are. So we have um, the, a, a, a pure approach to, to management and to football and to sports in general. So we believe that uh, uh, from all the stakeholders from sports industry should uh, change. So I give you an example. So uh, football in Portugal is like a religion. So if you're, if you're talking about uh, uh, Benfica uh, signed a new player, overcomes every single news in Portugal. You can be world champion in uh, in fencing or world champion in, in canoeing or uh, rowing, whatever judo. That uh, some little news from Benfica Sporting Porto, some injury of a new coach or whatever irrelevant news overcomes the, the importance of being a world champion in any sports. So this, uh, this is something that, uh, for me, it's, it's something that uh, it should change because uh, sports in general is very important and we are stuck in football. Not like uh, England that have uh, golf, uh, motorsports, football, cricket, and so many sports that we are, you, you are good at tennis and you value all of them. We don't. We just value football. That's one inefficiency that I, I find, um, and, and and it's not 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 only on the uh, uh, on the social uh, communication or in, in the newspapers or in websites and TVs and always uh, also in the in the uh, the politics. So politics and everything. The the some of the the. the uh, problems that we have even in football is uh, because uh, people are not prepared to be president of a club or uh, um, president of, of, of the referees or something like that. So pe people need to, to take a step back and see the harm they're doing to, to, to sports. I believe that sports is a beautiful thing that unites uh, countries and people and uh, kids and it's, it's an example for everybody. And it's full of uh, um, full of inefficiencies, you put it well. So, as in pro player, we try to uh, take the better approach. So we are we are doing 
uh, our um, projects and we have uh, some projects that uh, we, we, we like to believe that there are fewer and we are not going, even in Viennese, we, we, we are going to take over a club in the fourth division of Portugal. And all, even with our investor, we, we, we say to them, well, there's a, there's a sports director. You are, you, you are the money guy. You are not a sports director. So that's, that's, you have to trust people. You have to let them work. We have to, to, to win on the field. So that's, uh, that's something that we need to, to um, we pass along and something that we are going to leave a legacy. We hope, uh, we, we hope. Some of other inefficiency, I think, I believe that sports should be, should, should have a, a ministry, a ministry in the end that we, we, we have not. Uh, I, I believe that people have to, to, to uh, I've, I've came across now a, a UCFB and a, um, uh, a group of people that are studying sports management, and we have those uh, degrees in, uh, in in Portugal as well. But we don't have the, the, the continu continuity. So we we need to 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 unite the or to to um, make them close the, the the universities to the clubs. So for for them to have a, a path. So when you you need some more opportunities in, in every uh, part of the sports industry. So it's not just to take a, a degree on sports management. You need an opportunity in the club. You need to develop something after. So this is something that is not going to be done in the, with a click of the fingers, but uh, it is something that we, we need to, to address and it's something we are promoting. So for that, we are developing with uh, uh, some partners in, uh, in Malaysia and, and also in England. And we want to develop this to other countries to, to, take, our, uh, to take our knowledge uh, uh, together with uh, the League of Portugal. We want to develop some, some other um, courses and we have to, to well, to internationalize uh, the Portuguese League. And so you guys, that's what we're doing. And you guys are obviously at the forefront of this change, Nuno. And I don't doubt for one second that you've encountered your fair share of resistance thus far. But what are the yeah. most what are the most common arguments against you guys in terms of what you're trying to do? Well, I, I again, so we are we, we, we have so many obstacles. One, one of our major obstacles, and that's why I admire the Premier League so much, is that uh, you are united in a common objective. So you, you have, uh, you, when you started this uh, concept of the Premier League, you were, you, and when I say you, is uh, the, the Premier League, the, not the first, not the second best league in the world. You had uh, the La Liga first, and probably Serie A second. And now the Premier League is so ahead of everybody. It's the, it's the, it's the sun. It's all, always, it's the, every player wants to, to play in the Premier League. It's, a, it's, it's something so bright that obfuscate everybody. The Premier League, the Premier League, the Premier League is the best organization in football. So uh, uh, we unfortunately don't have the, that that luck, some uh, of our 
um, stakeholders again some 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 clubs and other uh, stakeholders are um, not so united so we, we have uh, some problems we, we don't we cannot sell our even if we want some 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 country that wants to 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 buy the, our rights imagine if we want to sell our TV rights or the the the, the Liga Portugal rights to 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 China or to Malaysia or to Australia, you can't. You have to negotiate with the, the Liga Portugal and Benfica, because Benfica has their own rights. So we are not even united in the TV rights um, approach. So that's a, the, this is just one of the, the tip of the iceberg of the problems. We have a. We have to invest uh, in in our league, and at the same time, you 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 see our the Portuguese football is so so good. So we have one of the best coaches in the world. We have uh, another uh, legion of coaches uh, uh, coaching in Brazil, in the Premier League, in every everywhere in China, in the Middle East, in Africa, everywhere. So players, everybody wants uh, uh, the Portuguese players. We are uh, very good players in uh, football, in uh, uh, um, futsal, every every foot, everything, even in sand. We are we are world champions, European champions. We are always on top. And then back home, we cannot organize ourselves to be and to sell Portugal better. So this is the the the. So our main obstacles to answer. Uh, directly to your question is us. We are the Portuguese. Portuguese has to organize themselves better and we have to understand that we have a very good product. A very good product that the world wants to know more about us. And uh, we are not prepared. We're simply not prepared. Your group firmly believe you can be proponents of this change, Nuno. You've certainly bought your way into this conversation, being part of a group which has recently acquired the Anense. And I hope I haven't butchered the pronunciation of that. But um, they're in the Sporting Club Vienense. Yeah, they're in the Sporting Club Vienense. They're in the fourth tier of Portuguese football. Could you tell everyone listening a little bit more there? And I believe there is some multi-club ownership involved as well. Well, that that that's a old wish. So we, it's like uh, I, 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 I've met some uh, people that I really uh, enjoy and uh, I, I really admire, and I uh, invited them to to be. Well, they are not only my friends, but uh, they are my my colleagues. So I, I, I invited a team, a pro- very professional team, very experienced team, to be with me and to search for a project that where we can um, put all our skills or our attention and to prove that you can do something better. A pure approach, like I said previously, and uh, not so a a very um, uh, straight to the point uh, and very controlled approach to to the players very uh, well based in statistics and in uh, metrics because we are not uh, very wealthy so we have to buy well we have to manage everything we have to think about everything we have to put some professional um, uh, uh, professional uh, management 
on a very amateur team and to see what happens. This is like an experience. So I, I, I searched for investment and um, it was uh, it, during the, the, the COVID pandemic, uh, I was searching the world for, I came across some Swiss, Swiss funds, some English funds, some uh, uh, Middle Eastern funds. And I, then I follow my heart and I choose well, I, I believe I chose a, a Canadian investor that uh, believed in us and has the same approach that we, 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 we have. And we, well, we joined forces and we searched for a club together. We, uh, we waited, we, we were all over the place looking for clubs to, to, for this project. And we found probably the, the, the best fit in Sport Club Vienense. It's one of the oldest clubs in, in, in Portugal. It's a capital of a province and we only have 18 provinces in Portugal. So uh, it's a, a very, it's a, it's a beautiful city in the north of, of Portugal uh, that has a, a river, a beautiful uh, mountain, a beautiful sea, very close to Spain, very close to, to, to Braga, to Porto. It's, it's very well located and is lying in fourth division. Why? So you have the, the, the football in Portugal, like 60% of the first league, uh, first league teams are north of Porto. And this city, capital of a province, of a, a, a very important city in Portugal, is lying in the fourth division, like a, like a, sleep, a sleepy giant. So we believe that uh, we find gold. So um, we spoke with the president, and the president has a, the same um, view that we 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 have, and uh, we 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 entered these negotiations that were very easy. We spoke to the members. It's like Portuguese as a member culture of of uh, running clubs. So uh, we approved the, the this this new company and this new approach, and here we are. So we are 20 days away of taking control of the um, professional, well, not professional, but uh, the, the, the first league and the under 19 teams. And we are putting all our arts and souls and money and investment in this uh, club. And we hope that we succeed because one thing is for sure, we are going to uh, fight until the last second for ascending to the third league. That's our first goal is to ascend to the first league in the first year. So beware, we are, we are fighting our way in. And uh, I, I, I believe that uh, we have the, the knowledge and the skills and the, the passion to do it. So follow Sport Club Vienes that I, I, I believe that we, we all are going to to be surprised with the, this new season that uh, starts in September. So we have two months to do everything. We're very busy, very busy summer, very busy summer. And, you know, you know, just judging by your experience, Nuno, you're obviously come from a very shrewd investing background and you wouldn't have taken any decision to go all in, so to speak, you know, lightly. Um, you've done your due diligence you know, in the midst of really an unfavorable investment climate, some may have to say, 
So perhaps maybe you may be in a good position to fill us in as to where exactly do you think the game of football is headed in the future? That's a very difficult question. Well, I, I, I can tell you what I want, uh, what I wish for. I wish that, uh, that football is uh, uh, more, uh, became more democratic. So for everybody. So I, I believe that uh, uh, women's football is growing immensely and it should be uh, respected and supported. So I believe the women are, are now free to play football. That's very good. I, I believe that the grassroots football is beautiful. My, my kid plays and it's amazing to see him grow. I, I believe that um, uh, the professional football is the, the well, it, it, it could be a problem because the, the gap between the rich and the poor are, is, is growing. So uh, we, we believe that uh, we in pro player and especially my team, we believe that uh, some models are very outdated. So the Champions League and the, the way that uh, some some people that there's a some teams that have a lot of money will earn more, and other teams that could be uh, well uh, could be a, a bit more fair is, are, are not that uh, but uh, that supported. So so the gap will 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 be bigger. And this this is not good for football. That's my opinion. So a, another thing is is that the the, um, the 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 smaller leagues are going to and, and you, you have very good football. I remember when I was younger that uh, Bulgaria, Romania, and these uh, these countries has a, a lot of good players, and they stand no chance in the Champions League because the 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 path to the the groups is very difficult. And will become very much difficult to 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 get in. So I don't know why money can't be can't be the answer. And um, well, I, I I don't know. I, I I just don't like it. I think the the European it's a very romantic approach. I I I know. But um, well, you you ask me what what, what I what I feel, and I I I. I I like the, I, I liked very much the, the, those uh, European uh, championship, the, the, the European Cup, where only champions play the Champions League. So that's, uh, well, I, I know that everybody wants to see very uh, good matches between great clubs, but that's not, that, that's not, uh, that's not the, that's not pure. That's not pure. So, uh, having a, a Champions League winner that does didn't win domestic, it's uh, for me it's kind of kind of weird. It's uh, I, I I'm I'm a very big fan of the Champions League, and I don't know why because I, I just like to to watch football. I'm not a very good supporter of and, and the, the the new changes are are going is is going to be it's uh, it's it's going to be even harder to to the smaller teams and you. You have a, a lot of good football in the smaller teams. So, I don't know. It's, a, it's kind of a mixed feelings, to, 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 to be honest, Connor. And when we're having this conversation, you know, it would be remiss of me not to bring up your great work that you guys are doing in marketing and fan engagement. And I know through our few initial discussions, this is something we've spoken about in length, and that would be the metaverse um, and future developments in that field. Um, 
I know you're a bit more clued up on it as to me, but um, I mean, yeah. as I'm sure you're well aware of now, Noonan, and as I'm sure you'll equally appreciate, is that a lot of fans in football are very apprehensive of these tokens and these NFTs, um, me, myself included, I'm being completely honest and transparent. What can you do to dispel their fears and concerns? Well, um, I can give you my opinion on it. So I've, um, I, I have, uh, uh, well, so on the on 2021 was a very curious year. So we saw the rows, rows the, of the, the, the cryptocurrencies and the tokens were very well spread. Everybody was uh, talking about NFTs as well. The metaverse, when the Facebook changed the name to Meta, all started to to be um, uh, like uh, everybody was talking about about the, those uh, those subjects. And honestly, I don't know if uh, e even I, uh, I don't know if that, that on on October or September, I was talking about this as well. I was trying to get in into this world because I, I saw here an opportunity and I study a little bit and I tried to 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 find a way to 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 get in. So I at that time I realized that nobody knew uh, that much about anything. So we were selling uh, the clubs were selling something that they didn't uh, uh, know nothing about the tokens, making promises that they well nobody wanted. So if but the, the tokens of a, of, a, of a club is a, it's a, it's a mystery. I don't know anybody that bought tokens from a club. And if you go to those uh, companies that are selling the, those tokens, they say they sell everything in 15 minutes. So it's kind of strange. And they say 10 millions here, 15 millions there. So to why should I do that? So in 15 minutes, so it's like the... the it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's it's strange. It's just just the the fact that uh, you 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 open um, a, a bit and and you sell everything in fifteen minutes. Why? Because you have to have the token, and the token goes down immediately. So it's very rare when you earn money selling the token. So you buy it for a price, and immediately goes down. So I don't know. The tokens is for me. It's a mystery. I don't know anything about it. I just have these uh, feelings that. Uh, uh, it's not going to last so 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 much. That's my opinion. Surely the, there the be NFTs. Oh, sorry. The NFTs, however, is um is a, it, it, it was a, a because the, the the token started in 17, 18, 16. The, the NFTs in twenty one. So when we came across the NFTs, the tokens were very well implemented already in a lot of clubs, um, inclu including some of the very important clubs in the world. So it's, this is something very uh, that uh, everybody was uh, trying to to well to sell. I don't know if if they're in the best interest of, of the fans, but uh, probably in the best interest of the clubs and, and the ones who sell the tokens. I don't know. I, it's something that I. I don't relate with uh, so much is, is with the tokens. However, the NFTs came in, in, in 21 and it was a breakthrough. Everybody wants, was talking about the NFTs. And what's an NFT? 
if not a digital property. So digital property, it's uh, something that uh, reminds me uh, the, the, the early stages of internet in 93. So everybody, what, what, what's uh, the internet? So everybody wants, wants uh, access to, to something that we don't really understand. And now it's something that uh, you can't live with. You can't live without. We can't live without internet. And 20 or 30 years ago this was something that uh, you were uh, trying to understand. Now the NFTs is more or, like, more or less the same. So we don't understand it. And, and suddenly it's, uh, it's something that you have to have. To, to have. Because the NFTs, the, the art NFTs is something different of the applications you can do with the NFT. NFT is just uh, something that you own digitally and you can sell, you can prove that's yours. Could be just a, a, a shirt, a video, a sound, whatever, or, or an access to something is, or a proof that you've been there. That's uh, all NFTs. So the NFTs, the, the collectibles NFTs that uh, uh, were uh, such a buzz in, in 2021, I believe that that was a, like a, a, something very um, not, not very well understood, okay? So uh, I, I, I think that uh, no club or a few clubs has, have or had the, their own strategy to address the NFTs. And suddenly uh, they were being approached by someone like me. <laughs> we had a project as well of NFTs throwing money to these to these clubs for exclusivities and and whatever so they were very happy to and very stressed as well because they didn't know they wanted a club needs money like you know so we were throwing uh, numbers at the clubs and they were finding that uh, very hard to decide which proposal to choose because uh, the numbers were very high and suddenly it all came down to nothing. So uh, I believe that uh, our project was very well affected by the, the war in Russia. Uh, but uh, um, some of the other projects, I believe that they, 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 they took a step back and they are trying to understand what to do with, uh, with the sports and the NFTs. My understanding is that uh, NFTs alone are not the solution. I, I believe that the, the one metaverse, the one ecosystem uh, of businesses, digital businesses, uh, with a token in, in between, not only the token for experiences like uh, we are used to, to have in those clubs that uh, for me, it's a very uh, small uh, value, uh, but a, a coin where you can spend in uh, merchandising or in tickets or in experiences in the club. So you having uh, uh, an alternative to, to, the, to, to the currency that, uh, that your country uses with a coin of the club, I believe that's the solution. So if you can support an ecosystem of businesses like uh, gaming, uh, uh, NFTs, where tickets, merchandising, betting with this digital uh, a coin, I believe that's the future, and and or the future, the the the, the next future is that 
the the, the digital future is much more than uh, this what I'm what I'm saying. So uh, what I my, my suggestion or my advice to if uh, if uh, if I can advise any anybody is to to build their own strategy. So don't don't follow don't follow the the others. Take a step back, think a, a, a bit, because this is a, this is going to be very important in the near future, and you need to have a strategy. So, um, I think that's a, that's that's the normal thing that happens to the markets, to the new markets, to the new opportunities. Some, somehow the, the the bubble bursts, and you have to take a step back to think about it, because this is a this is a very good business. How? Should I uh, uh, address it, and what can what should I do with the, with my club? Should I be uh, what strategy? You have to have a, you have to have a strategy. You have to to know more to to uh, ask for advice. I, I believe that's a that's a good um, approach. It's been an absolutely fascinating and equally enlightening conversation. You know, just speaking to yourself, hearing of all the kind of causes and concerns, and you know everything really surrounding running a sports marketing company the size of your own and with everything you have on at the moment so many plates spinning you don't strike me as a ceo that kind of sits by the touch lines and just spends his time working on a blue sky thinking i think you're one of those that likes to get your hands dirty really and yeah the day-to-day -day operations there's something unique about it yeah it's true so my my first uh, my first real job I was still in uh, university, and I was working in Expo '98 for uh, 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 one of the well most interesting jobs I ever um, participated. Uh, the Expo '98 was a world exposition held in Lisbon that changed Lisbon, changed I, I believe that changed Portugal as well, and our mind that we are. We are an international company. We have value. We, we, we can we can uh, succeed. We are uh, we can organize an international uh, world event. So I was part for a couple of years with this um, with this organization, and uh, um, I, I worked in so many uh, so many different areas in, in this organization. And I my last one was operations. So. Operations in Expo '98 gave me the world, gave me the world because we had so many countries, so many nationalities, so many everything, and we need to uh, operate doors, transportation, information, and uh, so many things. So yes, I love to have my hands dirty. That's why I was invited right away in '99 to the um, to the University Games in Mallorca when I when I was operations director. So yes, I love it. I love it to to to. I love to to touch. I, I love to to know everything and to be close to to the decision. And well, but uh, one thing is for sure. Uh, I, I I I trust very much my team, and uh, I I know my limitations. So I, you have to do your job for me to be able to do mine. So I'm not messing with with you, and I I, I don't I don't I don't mess with the coach or what, what nothing. I. I'm just uh, this kind of uh, a, a boss, so I I, I delegate. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm sure everyone will be looking forward to keeping up to date with the adventures of both um, pro player group and sporting club the Viennese over the ensuing months. But 
as we begin to close, Nuno, I mean, for anyone who's slightly even that even bit slightly inspired by this fascinating conversation between us both, I mean, what advice would you have for them who wish for those people who wish to embark upon a similar career path? Well, that's a, that's a very interesting question, and I answered so so many times. I was in Qatar uh, in uh, 15 days ago with Jason and uh, with a group of people of UCFB. And uh, we had the opportunity to, to I, have, I had the opportunity to, to speak with uh, nearly every, everyone. And I love these, uh, these young Turks. These, these guys are, are so much better than we are, but well, than, than me. So they are, they have everything. They have everything in their, in their palm of their hand. We, we, they, they are so um, well driven. They have, passion they they love to do things they are informed they are connected so i believe my my only advice only advice is to follow their heart they they need to they need to be pure again they need to follow the the what can uh, what they want to do not what, what the world is telling them to do no one if you love your job you, you, you don't work ever. It's, it's beautiful. If you if you do what you love, it's a Mondays are just another day. That's a, that's a, that's what I uh, I, I I learned with, uh, with 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 time. So we need to stop and to well I I, I know that uh, young people is uh, uh, so opportunities are not. Uh, uh, forever and they have to take the opportunities okay to to get them to get experience and to to and to become better and to become well to 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 become uh, uh, ad, admired and recommended okay but somewhere down the line you have to stop and you, and you have to ask yourself if you're doing what you love and if not change change the world is a it's a very beautiful place, and uh, and uh, life is a. Uh, you have to live your life. You, you you you. That's that's my advice. That's my advice for them. So it's, yeah, I know that's kind of a bullshit, but uh, that's uh, that's my that's my advice. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. Follow your passion, and um, try to be better every day. I think that's a perfect way to end the show, Nuno. It's been an absolute joy to have you on. Thank you so much, Connor. Thank you, guys.